Buenas noches, ¿qué tal amigos? ¿Cómo están? Otra vez aquí como cada martes, 7 de la noche, su amiga Jacqueline Villalobos, eh, dándoles el mixer desde Frecuencia Alterna. El día de hoy estamos en casita, aquí en Arizona. Son las 7.20 de la noche y esta noche lo que normalmente hacemos aquí en el mixer es informarnos, divertirnos, alientarnos como personas para crecer en nuestros negocios, en nuestro emprendimiento, pero el día de hoy no se puede negar que lo que tenemos que hacer es informarnos. Más que nada, el día de hoy vamos a dedicarnos a informarnos un poco más acerca de lo que está pasando con las protestas y a cómo apoyar a nuestros hermanos negros que están pasando por un tiempo muy difícil, ya que llevamos años y años y años de discriminación eh, ellos han sufrido discriminación últimamente cada día más y más a, en manos policíacas. Entonces eh, decidí que el día de hoy vamos a informarnos un poco más con una persona que está al frente de la línea de todas estas protestas. Es un amigo que, que se llama Darian Barrett. Él está en todas las protestas y eh, está haciendo un gran trabajo en, la, en, en frente de lo que son todas esas protestas en todo, en todo Arizona. Eh, él es originario de Tempe y nos va a contar cómo y por qué es que él defiende a, a, nuestros, a nuestros hermanos negros en, en esta causa y cómo es que lo está haciendo y cómo tú te puedes unir. Así que, sin más ni menos, vamos a darle la bienvenida a Darian Barrett. Hi, Darian. Welcome. How are you? Hello, Jacqueline. I'm doing good. And you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are really um, honored to have you today to help us understand a little bit more on what's going on with the protests. Um, we know that nationwide this has been a huge movement and Phoenix, without a doubt, has been greatly affected by this. Um, and we want to know more about how and why, you know, we can be part of this, understand of what, what's going on. And particularly, you know, as a light colored person, being a Latina, um, I, I know that I'm never gonna understand the, the struggle that our, our black brothers and sisters are living day to day, but I really wanna do the best that I can to support them out there. So, you know, the, the floor is yours. Share your story. All right, so um, like uh, I introduced myself a second ago, my name is Darren Barrett. I'm an organizer out of Tempe with the group called Tempe Against Police Violence. I've been I've been fighting against police violence and brutality for four years. Um, first, I want to say, if you guys want to protest here in Phoenix with all the ongoing uh, issues, be safe. You know, make the wise decisions because there was a state uh, a statewide curfew put into effect for 8 p.m to 5 a.m so if you want to go out and protest do it you know make sure you get home before eight o'clock make sure you know make sure you're all in the realms of the legality that you can be doing while protesting you know i've been out there since man, i was out there four days in a row it's day it's night six of these protests um The four nights that I was there, it it started off peaceful and then it just turned into a complete mess. There's a bunch of agitators. There's, you know, just, there's two different groups. There's the people that want a difference and then there's the people that are being copycats and, 
you know, copying what they've seen in Minneapolis and other states across the uh, nation. They're throwing stuff through the windows. They're uh, setting stuff on fire. But what they're not thinking is that these businesses are insured. You know, they have insurance. So when you throw an object through a, these building winds, windows or you set this building on fire, yeah, you may set them back a little. You may, you know, they may have to dig out of their pockets a little, but it's, it's in fact hurting us more because, you know, uh, like I said, these businesses are insured. So when, when they get damaged or anything like that, the insurance companies are, um, you know, they're, they're paying to replace these damages and stuff like that. So the past few days, I've been encouraging people to research, research the local businesses around your area. Find out what businesses are funding and supporting your police department. Protest those businesses. Boycott them, you know. In the city of Tempe, um, I guess they uh, they smashed and grabbed on um, uh, one of the – one second, turning my volume off. Uh, they, they did a smash and grab and looted the Goodwill and the Sprouts by my house. You know, that those places are insured. That Those places have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on. These are just people that want to put new items in their house and get money in their pockets, you know? Um, like I was saying, I just want you guys to go out and fight for justice the correct way. Um, so let me let me start from where uh, I, you know, where I began. It was July, yeah, July 27, 2016. I woke up uh, that morning, maybe, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and, you know, this is the middle of uh, when we're dealing with uh, Freddie Gray in Baltimore, Ferguson with uh, Michael Brown, uh, Philandro Castile, and all this other stuff, you know. Um, I, I heard the helicopters uh, flying around, buzzing around. And at first I was paying no mind to it. And then I, I kept hearing them and kept hearing them for hours on end. And I, I ended up turning the news on and it said that there, there was an officer involved shooting involving a young black male. You know, um, as, as me and you and everyone else, I'm pretty sure knows, in situations like this, they don't instantly release the name of the person shot. So the family of Dalvin Hollins, he, he didn't get, they didn't get to know that it was Dalvin until, you know, eight, uh, eight to 10 hours later, wow. the police came and knocked on the door and said that, uh, we need you to come down and identify someone or whatever, however it went down. I have never really like understood how that went down. But um, Dalvin Hollins was 19 years old. He uh, was alleged uh, to have held up a, a CBS at gunpoint. But in the in the you know the surveillance footage, you you can't see no gun. You can't see the face mask that they said he had. He had, the, the person inside the video had a shirt on and completely blacked out, you know? Right. I, I understand people are able to change after making a commit, uh, committing a, you know, an act of uh, crime. Right. But in all honesty, I don't think that this situation had to go the way it did because one, Dalvin Hollins was unarmed. He had no shirt on and he was wearing jogging pants. And a lot of people know that jogging pants you know they 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 stick around your legs to help you move better um it, it's just you know it's, it's a lot and I've, I've been in it i told these people on thursday 
because I was out there in Phoenix at the city, uh, city, no, the capital. I'm sorry, and like you know, I, I was being chewed out by a bunch of people of color, you know, uh, not just the, the black folks, but the Latino folks and like Muslim, you know, just everyone. They're trying to say that I've never been in the shoes of people of color. Right. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't be able to explain that I've been in this fight for four years because I'm being attacked by people that are supposed to be standing with me, you know? Yeah. And um, so it, it, I didn't be able to get that message put across until two days ago, uh, you know, the last day I went out and protested. It was the fourth day I went out and protested. Uh, I was able to speak to the masses, you know? I was able to tell them, boycott the businesses, you know? Uh, stay peaceful. Don't be throwing stuff through the windows because that's not making a difference. George Floyd don't want that. Uh, right. Dion Johnson doesn't want that. No one that's died by police hands uh, wants us to be destroying the businesses, you know? Right. I mean, uh, there's like news all around the world of, you know, a bar owner that literally is, uh, he was out in tears in media, you know, talking about how his bar had just been remodeled and like he was like ready to go back to business after the quarantine. And here comes, you know, riots and his whole his whole life dream was destroyed by, you know, the rioters, you know, and, and it's a black owned business, you know, and, and it was just so sad. I mean, thankfully, you know, the community seemed to be having like to be put together and a GoFundMe account was put together for him. The same happened for um, a Dallas barbershop owner. Um, she you know, just is destroyed outside of her business, you know, like wondering like, why, you know, why, why yeah. me? Um, which uh, I, I actually know those two, the two stories you're talking about right there. Um, I know the, the two people you're talking about, the, the bar owner and the, the salon owner or the barbershop owner. Uh, mm -hmm. I shared these pictures, you know, and I shared it with the same exact uh, caption I said, uh, I thought we're out here supporting Black Lives Matter. Why are we throwing bricks and stuff through Black-owned businesses? If if we're destroying Black-owned businesses, we're just proving that Black lives don't matter. Right, right. I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to understand when you know the actions are contradicting the movement. Um, but you know, I, I really want to know, you know, what what can we do to move forward and keep supporting this movement? I saw, for example, that you have been sharing, you know, and encouraging people to go down to the Phoenix Police Department, to go down to the city halls. Um, you know, what else can you share with us? Uh, so, you know, uh, protest, you know, uh, go out and do it, do it the right way, fight for what's right. Um, Write your, write your city council members, uh, you know, demand to speak to the police chief um, because, you know, standing in front of a camera uh, that, you know, where the, where the feed goes straight to the TV and feeds off to the masses that are watching, that's yeah. not going to get the attention of the, uh, the police chief or the mayor, you know, yeah, they're going to see it, but they're not able to acknowledge us directly. So I want you guys, if you guys are listening, you know, um, write your write your city council members. If you're in Phoenix, write your council members. Write uh, Mayor Gallegos. If you're in Tempe, write Mayor Mitchell. We need to make a difference, you know. Uh, stop hitting the city where it's going to hurt the city. 
hit the city where it's gonna hurt the people that are, you know, uh, funding the police department. Because I don't know if any, if you know, uh, Jacqueline, but tomorrow uh, they're gathering in uh, downtown Phoenix at the city hall to um, actually vote on funding the Phoenix police more. Wow. Yeah. So and, we definitely you know, want to be out there, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm encouraging people to do. If you don't want to protest, go to the city council tomorrow and vote no on the police funding. Right. Right. That's where we can hurt them. You know, their funding. Yes. Um, now, um, the audience is asking if you suffered any attacks while you've been out there. And, you know, um, if you can tell us a little bit about how the, the force um, has been used against the people that are protesting peacefully. OK, so um, that's a good question, actually, uh, because, you know, at, when, before we went on air, I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about it. But um, the first night I was out there. Uh, it started off very peacefully, you know, people right. were chanting, no justice, no peace, Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. Um, it got to a point where people were starting to throw water bottles and stuff at the police, rocks, uh, just anything that they could get their hands on. But me, uh, I'm, a, I'm a real protester, you know, I'm going to be at the front lines protesting, fighting for justice and filming, you know. I always got a, a tripod on me with my phone recording at all times. Um, I was I was shot with pepper balls. I was I was right underneath flashbangs that was uh, set off in the air, you know, to help disperse the crowd. Um, when they shoot these uh, paintballs that are filled with pepper in it, they, mm -hmm. they aim for your leg. You know, they aim for your leg to make you move. And um, okay. in my case. They, they shot my foot, you know, uh, right. it, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt compared to what other people were getting because I've seen people that were shot in the chest, shot in the back. People were shot wow. in the back of the head. Um, so I was shot by the pepper ball and I was shot by a rubber bullet. Um, I wish I was able to pull up a picture and show you guys what the rubber bullet looks like, but it's, mm -hmm. um, it's something like this, this round, and it's it's about this big and it's you know just a rubber like a rubber like capsule and inside okay. that uh the inside the middle of that rubber is actually steel so it's not a rubber bullet and and you know in all reality it's actually very very lethal i've seen people shot in the back of the head with the with the rubber bullet and left the bleed out you know wow. we had to send someone over to the police line risking their safety to get officers to come over and save this man because if he didn't get saved, he would have died out there in front of the Sandra O'Day Connor uh, courthouse. But um, I was I was shot right here, right here and uh, with the rubber bullet. Um, it didn't phase me the first day. It, it didn't phase me until I woke up the next day and realized like, oh, I'm actually really sore, you know? And I looked at my leg and I got this big welt. Um, other than that, the most da damage that I've got was, you know, protesting four days in a row. Um, each day I was out there pro protesting, I was out there seven o'clock to two o'clock in the morning. So you got to think like that. It's almost like a work day for some people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, today, you know, it's, it has been a, a the blackout day, you know, today is, is announced black blackout day. A lot of people, um, you know, have been you, blacking. Jacqueline. Can you hear me now? No. 
Oh. Okay. Can you, okay, so, all right, give me one second. Dice que no me escucha. Estamos teniendo un poquito de problemas técnicos, pero no te desesperes. No te desesperes. ¿Me escuchas? Can you hear me? Yeah, I still can't hear. Oh, we, I don't know if it's my end or your end. Let me see. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, we can hear you perfectly. Yeah, no audio for me. No tiene audio. Yeah, now I can. Okay, perfect. So, sorry. Sorry about that. It's Disculpen okay. los problemas técnicos. Suele pasar. Y más si estás en casa. <laughs> Pero, okay. So, um, sorry. Prior to that, we were talking about how... Um, you were you were hurt now the the protests um you know one thing that i've been curious about is people that take their children to the protests and and if you've seen any children getting attacked yes uh you know it, it all the police have no remorse the police will fire tear gas the police will fire rubber bullets and you know these pepper balls that i was talking about into a crowd without even thinking I, I do not condone these people bringing their children out to these protests because these protests could be dangerous. The past few days have been seeing over a thousand people, you know, and when they shoot off these, uh, these, these, uh, these noisemakers uh, called uh, muzzle bangs, uh, as right. we all know them as flashbangs, it, it's designed to make people run. And when these people run, you're at risk of being trampled. If a child gets trampled by, you know, 800 plus people, that child is going to likely end up hurt. I don't condone these people bringing their children out. Put the put the news on for them. Stay home and tell them what's going on. Let them understand that, you know, let them understand the bigger picture. Don't let them understand the biggest picture by taking them out there and risking injury. Right. Well, um, I think we... Um, at this point, you know, we we're going to go ahead and, and uh, give you a big thank you for sharing this, this story, sharing your experience. And I, I think um, with, you know, with everything that you have shared, we can all be a little bit more informed and and continue to be part of, you know, making a difference and making our voices heard. But more importantly, making their voices heard and, yeah. you know, becoming a, a community of, of human beings that are moving towards like just making a difference and having a better world and getting rid of the racism in this country. Um, whether you're black, whether you're Mexican, whether you're white, I think that, you know, at this point in, in the in 2020, after a pandemic, um, what we should be focusing on is not our skin color, but rather just how to save our planet, how, how to be a better human, um, which is something that we're gonna talk in our next um, segment. But again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join us and tell us a, bit, a little bit about a little bit about your experience. Um, would you be willing to share your social media for anybody that's out there that would like to connect with you um, yes. and join you at these protests? And maybe they can, you know, come out tomorrow to to the Phoenix Police Department. And okay, the city so halls. you can find me on Facebook under Darian Barrett, that's D-A-R-I-E-N-B-A-R-R-E-T-T. -T. You can find us on Facebook at Tempe Against Police Violence. 
you could find us on YouTube as well, Tempe Against Police Violence. And that's about it. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much. Bueno, amigos, ya escucharon. Uh, ustedes pueden hacer el cambio y sigan a, a Darian Barrett para que ustedes puedan estar más informados. Y si gustan acompañarlo, él es un protestante uh, que, que está haciendo las protestas eh, en paz. Y pues regresamos. Vamos a ir a un pequeño comercial. Al regresar, vamos a hablar acerca de lo que está pasando con el mundo, el clima global y cómo nos está afectando. Así que quédense allí, no se vayan. Ya regresamos. Es la gran oportunidad para cumplir tu sueño. Toma ventaja de los bajos intereses. Toma acción y háblame ya al 602-460-2073. Yo, Daisy Madrigal, tu prestamista hipotecario de Infinity Financial, te ayudaré y te guiaré yeah well thank you so much uh darian um we're gonna go to a, 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 a quick uh, commercial and i'll be coming back with some more news but again i really want to appreciate your time and, and for joining right. us thank you i appreciate it bye bye ¿Estás cansado de rentar y no ser dueño de tu propia casa? Este 2020 es la gran oportunidad para cumplir tu sueño. Toma ventaja de los bajos intereses. Toma acción y háblame ya al 602. Hola, hola, ¿qué tal amigos? Quédense allí. ¿Qué, qué están haciendo en casita? Ahorita espero que estén, este, no sé, disfrutando un tiempo agradable con tal vez... Mmm, no sé, una cervecita, un una nieve. <ríe> bueno, pero hablando de casita, pues si tú quieres comprar casa o refinanciar tu casa, hacer algunas remodelaciones, agregar otra casa detrás de tu casa porque ya no aguantas con quién vives, <ríe> pues te recomiendo que llames a Daisy Madrigal si casa quieres comprar. Llama a Tim Madrigal al 602-460-2073 porque... Daisy te puede ayudar a conseguir los mejores intereses y los mejores pagos para que tú puedas dar esos pagos a tu casa mensualmente sin ningún problema. Así que pues regresamos y les comentaba antes de irnos a la breve pausa que el mundo está cambiando. Todos lo vemos, lo sentimos, lo, uh, lo estamos experimentando, ¿no? Unos desde casa, otros allá afuera saliendo todos los días a trabajar en el calorcito. Eh, un saludo a todos nuestros amigos que trabajan en construcción, en, um, en arreglando las calles también. Eh, let's be kind y no hay que, cuando uno pasa por ahí hay que manejar despacito, amigos, porque veo que a veces pasan muy rápido, como que traen mucha prisa, como que tienen que ir al baño, no sé. Pero bueno, este, un saludo para todas esas personas que trabajan eh, en el clima de aquí de Arizona. Hablando del clima, les comentaba que el mundo está cambiando y es porque estamos sufriendo un calentamiento global. Fíjense que eh, en el estado de Florida, ah, con todos los incendios que ha habido, están viendo cómo le pueden hacer para que en el dado caso de que llegue un huracán al estado de Florida, cómo van a poder ah, meter a las personas en, en albergues porque normalmente se utilizan los gimnasios de las escuelas, um, lugares grandes para meter a toda la gente, um, 
pero con lo de la pandemia, eh, después de los incendios que ha habido últimamente, se dieron cuenta que no pueden tener grupos grandes de personas en, una, en un solo gimnasio, por ejemplo. Entonces, pues, um, están viendo las maneras como, por ejemplo, hacer este, convenios con hoteles y lugares así para que la gente pueda tener a dónde ir en el dado caso de que pues, sus casas sufran algún tipo de, de, de daño o que sus casas no sean seguras en dado caso de un eh, uh, huracán o algo así pues grande que pueda pasar, ¿no? De hecho, eh, en, para el año 2020, que estamos ahorita um, en sí literalmente en medio del año, este, porque pues dijimos junio, sorpréndeme y quizás eh, lo Lo que, lo que se espera es que en la temporada de huracán que ya viene, de, el estado de Florida puede llegar a tener de tres a cuatro eh, amenazas de huracán. Entonces, pues ya están las autoridades apresurándose para tratar de hacer lo más posible para que se puedan hacer arreglos y tener un, un, este, ¿cómo se dice? un plan de emergencias uh, modificado. Ha dado, ha, ha dado a que tenemos pues todavía una pandemia, señoras y señoras, el COVID, el COVID todavía existe, no se ha ido, así que pues quédate en casa, ya, ya sabes. Bueno, con, esa, con eso también les quiero comentar, ya que hablamos del cambio de clima, que se ha hecho un eh, pequeño estudio de um, las, las, los diferentes animales marinos y de tierra, y los científicos eh, han estado siguiendo muy de cerca el movimiento de los animales, porque fíjense que los animales marinos se están moviendo muy rápidamente hacia los polos del, 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 del mundo. Quiere decir que se están alejando del ecuador, del, de la tierra. Entonces, um, la razón es porque las temperaturas se están elevando. Entonces, están viendo un movimiento muy, muy rápido, más de lo normal de estos animales. A nivel de tierra, los animales se están moviendo también, pero um, un poco más despacio. Y eso piensan que de, puede ser porque eh, están más limitados los animales de tierra en su movimiento, pues dado caso que um, nosotros tenemos pues todo muy poblado. Um, y curiosamente, los reptiles se están acercando más al Ecuador. Eh, los reptiles se están acercando más a, la, a, a lo que es las temperaturas calientes. Así que algo muy interesante, creo que este, para los niños que tenemos en casa que ya están a punto de salir de la escuela, es, es un buen tema para que puedan hablar en familia y puedan aprender un poco más del clima global, cómo podemos nosotros a, a, a ayudar a, a, que, a que no pase tan rápido, a minimizar el efecto de, de, de este eh, fenómeno y pues este, ver qué, qué es lo que está pasando, cómo, cómo nuestro, nuestra imprenta en el mundo está causando estos movimientos, ¿no? Es, es muy, muy interesante. Los invito a, a que investiguen más el climate change, el cambio global, este, y es, en eso va incluido lo, todo lo que está pasando, porque pues sabemos que algunos de los desastres que han pasado han sido causados por algunas personas, como los incendios que estamos teniendo aquí en Arizona, que fue porque un carro se incendió y eso hizo que se encendieran las montañas. Y ahorita pues la Guardia Nacional, antes, un poco antes de que estuvieran con lo de las uh, protestas, eh, estaban muy enfocados en apagar esos incendios. Pero eh, 
algunos de esos incendios han pasado literalmente por las temperaturas altas. Entonces, hay que tomar conciencia, señores y señoras, en muchos aspectos. Así que, pues, uh, vamos a refrescarnos un poquito y vamos a recordarles a, todos, a toda nuestra audiencia el día de hoy, que está conectada, que para refrescarte y bajar las temperaturas, nada mejor que una chela. Así que si tú estás buscando chelas, te recomiendo Buscando Chelas. Para pedir tu orden, llama al 633-302-0938. Bueno, amigos, y con esto me despido el día de hoy porque ya se me antojó una chela, ya saben. Este, yo no soy borracha, pero sí, sí me gusta tomar poquito. Este, vamos a, a despedirnos el día de hoy. Les deseo que se mantengan saludables. Y seguros, por favor, quédense en casa si no tienen negocio que hacer, señores y señoras. Um, y pues vamos a, a, a apoyar a nuestros, a nuestros uh, hermanos negros con, con este movimiento, haciendo nuestras voces escuchar a través de nuestros medios sociales. No hay que quedarnos callados. Eh, y si tú vas a salir a protestar, te voy a dejar un tip. Dicen que a las personas que han arrestado por protestar, no los han podido tener detenidos mucho tiempo si no los pueden identificar. Así que si tú vas a salir a protestar, no te lleves ningún tipo de, de identificación para que no te puedan tener arrestado por mucho tiempo. Así que ahí te paso el dato. Esto fue El Mixer, son las 7.49 de la noche y te espero el próximo martes a partir de las 7 de la noche por Frecuencia Alterna Escucha el mixer, estás en la frecuencia correcta. Adiós.